Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Oh, my goodness. What a show. What a broadcast. What a program show, really. And mm. uh, Pat Gray was was filling in for Stu, which always makes for a good time. <clears throat> I should just fire Stu, don't you think? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Best part of the show today, reason why people should listen. Oh, man. Um, we're sending F-16s, maybe, to Ukraine? Yeah, I that. Like was that. a fun I part. I like that. And like strangely, that. it could be tied... Uh, you know, just in conspiracy-minded people like me, uh, to the uh, breaking news that CBS News had that the Department of Homeland Security is issuing uh, satellite phones to the Senate. Every Senate member has been issued. Only 50 of them took it. But they said, you know, that's just in case, you know, disruption in communications, which happens all All the the time. time. (laughs) Almost every day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So much. Okay, so much and more, including uh, James Comer is on with us uh, talking about what he has found on the Biden. Some fascinating breaking news on that as well. Brought to you by American Giant. May is Military Appreciation Month at American Giant. All members of the military community, active duty, reservists, National Guards, veterans, military family members, they all receive a 30% discount. It's American Giant's way of saying thank you for your service in protecting our freedom. American Giant was founded on the principles of putting a hard day's work and making a product that makes a difference. It's what our military still tries to do. Some of the guys at the top. You know what? I've got to call American Giant and see if we can lose some of the discounts for some of the big guys in Washington. But now nah, we should include them all or not. American-Giant.com slash military. Buy American at American-Giant.com slash military. Get 30% off for your military discount. Great clothing, all made in America. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. For Stuba Gear today is Pat Gray. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. How are you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, mm. right. So we love trans Oh my gosh, it's that is, a- it is becoming sincerely a deep mental illness. Yeah, a mental yeah. illness. What? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I was, I went to Target. On Friday, and I'm just you know, we're just going to buy bananas, and uh, then I go by the swimsuit area, and I'm, and I'm hmm, are the bananas here? <laughs> um, because uh, sure looks like there's lots of bananas in the women's swimsuit uh, section, and it's not the women's sw- swimsuit section. They look like women's swimsuits, but they're not. They are for trans people now. Let's not be stupid. Trans people have been with us for a long time. In, 
in one uh, auction, I so regret that I just didn't go an extra bid. I was bidding on a letter from the 1880s, and it was from a fort out someplace out west in the middle of nowhere. And it was a letter to uh, somebody back home. And they said, you know, Mrs. Waffleheimer or whatever her name was, Mrs. Waffleheimer died and she was our cook and she was the greatest cook ever. And we miss her so much. We were surprised, however, to uh, when we found her dead body, we were surprised as we were putting her in her coffin to see that basically she had junk downstairs. (laughs) She was a dude the whole time. So this is not something new. It's been around. I have no problem with trans if that's what you want to do. But it is a very small percentage, less than 1% of the population. Let me say it again. Less than 1%. And you would think we are a country made up of trans people. And I have to tell you, when you have bathing suits for kids with the tuck it option, uh, you got a problem as a nation, a real problem as a nation. And I would suggest we stop it right now. You, I've, I've said to you before, the greatest advice anyone can give you is Live not by lies. Do not live, endorse, or, or associate with anyone who is telling lies. And right now, our entire society is lying. Remove yourself from that. When I was walking down the aisles of, I mean, I about lost my mind walking down the aisles of Target, and I saw all of this, all of this trans stuff and rainbows everywhere. And I was like, can we please, for the love of Pete, have some balance in our lives? Now, let me give you the story today that I think, hopefully, will awaken some people I mean, I'm wide awake. I hope my wife is wide awake. Uh, I hope this will awaken people and say, okay, no more Target. No more Target. But I will tell you, I spent the whole weekend here in the studio recording my new book, uh, Future, uh, Dark Future. And it's 500 pages. So (laughs) over two days and 12 hours, I only made it through half of the book. Um, but it is really, really good. Uh, it's going to come out here in about four weeks. You'll be able to get it. Get it now if you can. Get the audiobook, but please, and you'll understand why when you read it, get the hardbound copy as well. Don't just get it digitally. Um, these books will go away uh, soon, soon, if we really go much further. Anyway, in this book, you will find how deeply in bed Walmart is with the WEF. I mean, they are neck deep with the World Economic Forum and uh, ESG and all of that stuff. 
So you're losing Walmart and you're losing Target. But it's high time we lose them if that's the side they want to be on. Now, what side is that? They'll say they're just being open. They're being inclusive. I want you to listen to this story. Target is already facing boycotts for selling tuck-friendly bathing suits and LGBTQ onesies for babies. Now it's been revealed that Target is selling LGBTQ pride products from a designer that appears to promote violence, drug use, and Satanism. Target sells three items by the brand uh, Abrelin. We belong everywhere, messenger bags. Too queer for here, messenger bag. Cure transphobia, not trans people, t-shirts. LGBTQ items are available on the Target website and in its stores. Target describes all of the products as all items were designed for all bodies, regardless of gender identity and presentation. Just, I want you just to hear this. Remember that uh, the goal of Black Lives Matter stated on their page until they removed it because everybody went, wait a minute, what? Is to destroy families. The biggest thing in the global warming movement is to destroy families by telling people don't have children. And who else wants to destroy families and children? Uh, Satan. That's who. Okay. We added design features to help make the fit customizable for you. In other words, Target is saying... You can tuck your little wiener in and wear a chick's bathing suit. That, that, is, that is not normal. How many are you selling of those, Target? How many? I'm going to go. I'm going to go and I'm making my last stop at Target. I am going and buying some of these things for the museum because someday... No one will believe that these were on the shelves of giant box uh, stores like Target. Uh, Our hope is that guests, our guests find clothing that makes them feel comfortable and affirmed in their identity. You are either male or you're female, period. Now, you can dress any way you want, but you are either male or female, period. You go into a hospital and you've got, you're bleeding downstairs and you say you're a woman, but you ain't a woman. The doctor's going to work on you as a male, not a female. He's going to look at your wiener And say, that doesn't look like something you should be bleeding out of. We understand that fit is incredibly important. Yeah, Target, truth is more important. And we'll continue to evolve and improve on fit needs for LGBTQISRNT. In the product descriptions, Target credits Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, and they have a 10-year partnership with Gleason. They lead the movement, according to Target, in creating affirming, accessible, and anti-racist spaces. Now, how are you suddenly 
Why is LGBTQI2 plus? Why are they now claiming that they make things that are anti-racist too? You could be homophobic. You could be transphobic. You could be two-spirit phobic. That's the one that gets me. I'm spooked by those two-spirit people. But racism? Anyway, we are proud of 10 years plus uh, celebration uh, with the support of their mission, blah, blah, blah. Now, you go to the website of the company that they have partnered with based in London, and you find that it was founded by a gay trans man. Great. The founder and designer is Eric Callan. And according to Trans Lash, a website that is building experiences to advance trans narratives, histories, healings, and most importantly, the human rights of trans people. He started this company, and then he wrote about his contract with, uh, with Target. He said, and I quote, Being able to sell my stuff in Target stores is incredibly exciting. Knowing that people are seeing it without necessarily explicitly seeking LGBTQ-related stuff is wonderful. I'm especially happy about the thought that young, closeted people will see it. And I hope in some way they'll feel a little more comfortable in themselves, as we deserve to feel. You can get the sweatshirt and the bags on Target's website or in stores. He goes on. These have already got the transphobes fur infuriated with me. And I feel like quite the celebrity to think that they believe this is all some sort of big conspiracy and that I have any power to brainwash anyone. I'm just some guy drawing pictures. <clears throat> Are you? Kellen claims that the world, the word groomer is a right wing transphobic word. Mm hmm. However, he also goes on to confess that he was groomed when he was young and he will likely be working through it for the rest of his life. When I was in my very early teens, I was groomed and in an abusive relationship slash friendship with a person 10 years older than me. Ha ha. However, his designs, nearly all feature the colors of the transgender flag appear to promote violence, drug use, and Satanism. There are designs that seem to call for violence, including a pin with two axes that reads, Fight for Trans Rights. There is a design with a guillotine with skulls near it that reads, Homophobic Headrest. Now imagine if I made a t-shirt that had a guillotine and skulls, and I said, Liberal Headrest. Do you think they would say I was promoting violence? Uh, he sells a pin with a ball and chain flail weapon that says we bash back. Gay bashing, lesbian bashing, trans bashing, queer bashing, all too far, far too prevalent in this world. And from the comments shouted on the streets to the horrific violent crimes committed against LGBTQ plus people. Sometimes there's only one language those who harass us understand. Some might say turn the other cheek, but others would advise to bash them back. And if you're going to do that, why not do it with a heart-shaped pastel colored mace? 
One design features a lit lighter with the words "Bring uh, burn down the system. Uh-huh. The system is what keeps trans kids from feeling free. This is what he's writing now on Instagram. They're true selves. It makes the world a da- dangerous for them to live in. It causes people to feel guilty for transitioning. It aims to ensure that we stay in rigid boxes set up at birth. It makes it harder for trans women to get jobs, housing, insurance. It tells non-binary people that they don't exist. It's the reason trans women face both misogyny and transphobia in equal measure. It's becoming the system that trans men are erased and overlooked. Now, trans men or trans women, I'm not sure. We don't need to restructure it, he writes. We need to burn it down and start up again in a system that doesn't police gender or expression. A world that allows exploration, changing our minds, dressing how we want to, taking up the space we need, being treated as we deserve. We need to burn down the system and create a world where trans people don't get to just live, but thrive. Uh, his account also encourages transgender people to bite turfs, which is trans exclusionary radical feminist. The design features a snake biting a hand uh, of a human. And the caption reads, never trust a turf. They're not well-meaning. They just don't care about cis, uh, cis women's rights. They don't have uh, the right intentions. Avoid them when you can and bite them when you can't. Another one. Another other slogans that you will find from the designer of the target clothing. Join my gay cult. Transitioning saves lives. Heteronormal uh, normality. How do you say that's heteronormativity? Uh, yeah. Heteronormativity <laughs> is a plague. Binding doesn't make you less of a man and trans witches for abortion. So I think mm. uh, we're doing good. <laughs> Hail trans demons, he also says. Oh, and one more T-shirt available. Satan respects pronouns. Congratulations. Are you shopping at Target? I hope not. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Congressman Comer, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me. You bet. Um, So I, I understand you've carved out some time for us, and I really appreciate that. Um, you have been doing just God's work and, and thank you for everything that you are exposing and the trouble I imagine you are having, uh, just even running your life because of it. So thank you. My pleasure. It's, uh, it's something that I think despite what the mainstream media wants to think, I think the majority of Americans are keeping up with what we're doing and are very concerned about public corruption. Yeah. Um, because it goes beyond you know, crack cocaine and, and hookers. Um, and it even goes beyond the white house. This goes to the intelligence community, the FBI, the justice department, all of it, all of it seemed to be involved in this. Is it, is it something we can clean up? Well, I hope so. I I think that the Durham report was a start. It didn't go as far as what I think most of us would have wanted, knowing how bad the FBI is. But, you know, there's a pattern here uh, that dates back to the Hillary Clinton years, at at least, where the FBI has gotten engaged in, in elections and tried to cover up Democrat mistakes and, and try to create 
Republican mistakes, especially with the with in the case with with Trump. So you know the intelligence community has suffered a black eye. I think polling shows that uh, the average Americans lost confidence in the FBI. And I can tell you from this Biden investigation, I mean the the stuff that the Biden family alone did. Let's take Joe Biden out of the equation. Okay. Let's just take him out of the equation. The stuff that his family, not just the son, the family has done. No other American could have gotten away with. No other American could have gotten away uh, with having this many shell companies, with having this many banks uh, notify the federal government that they were concerned they were committing, among other things, money laundering. And no one could get away with, with the, the tax evasion situations that the family has, not just the son, but the entire family. So I think the American people are starting to see there is a two-tier system of justice, and and they want reform. And, and the only way that's going to happen is to get rid of the people at the top, and not just the not just the attorney general and not just the FBI director, but the next level of leadership, too. We need completely new faces in our intelligence community and the Department of Justice. I, I will tell you that um, it concerns me that uh, some people would just drop this. Let's say, you know, Biden dies tomorrow from a ham sandwich or whatever, uh, and he's not there anymore. I think there's a lot of people in Washington that would say, OK, we don't need to pursue this. I, I will tell you, um, no matter how he leaves office or when he leaves office, this has someone has to pay a price. Otherwise, you're going to get the next politician and the next politician. You've got to you've got to go in and root this cancer out. Absolutely. And that was the disappointing thing for me with the Durham report. Yeah. There were no criminal referrals. Uh, there was well, no. He, what, how do you uh, how do you feel about his answer to that with? You know, well, I did say that you can't do anything until there's fidelity restored to the Constitution. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the that's the most obvious thing that uh, that's been written in a long time. Right. Look, we've you know, this is something where right now with these debt ceiling talks, you finally got the Republican Senate leadership getting our backs for, for trying to be the adults in the room and restore some fiscal discipline, uh, to have some budget cuts, you know, to try to get closer to a balanced budget. The next thing that the Senate leadership is going to have to do is get our backs when we, when we carve out the, the appropriations bill, uh, which will start in October. We're going to have to hold these agencies accountable. That's the only way to rein them in, now, the, be it with the, with the Democrats controlling the White House, with the media turning a blind eye and, and not uh, providing any type of investigative reporting or, or checks and balances or even accurate reporting on the corruption and the wrongdoing, they're going, we are going to have to cut their budgets in these positions to the bone. We have tools in our new rule package to do that with the Hallman rule. And the only way we can do it all day long, people talk about impeach, impeach. Well, the Senate won't convict. The one thing that the, the Senate can do it will get, is get our backs and help us cut the FBI positions, you know, halt their, their expansion, you do whatever we can with the power of the purse until they 
resign and we get new competent leadership in these these government agencies. I hope I hope that they actually follow through with that. I know there's several of you in in Washington for the very first time in probably 12 years. I feel like there are uh, uh, more than a handful of people that mm-hmm. actually care and are trying to do the right thing. And that's given me a lot of hope. Um, let, let me go back to the um, the Biden family. You say that no one would be able to get away with this. Explain what the crimes are that the families are involved in. I mean, they mm-hmm. they, they have, what, 20 plus LLCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even the, some of the grandchildren are being paid, and I can't figure out for what. Right. Well, ne- neither can I. And I've been looking into this for, for several months. But let, let's start with the payments coming from, from China and Romania, because those are the only two countries that I've discussed. And I can assure you, Glenn, there are many more. Mm-hmm. But let's just talk about these two countries. For some reason, these countries provided payments to primarily the president's son and brother. Now, for what? We, we don't know. So either one of two things was happening. Either they were providing some type of representation for, for those countries, Romania and China, and, and even in, in some of the material that we've seen from the CEFC, which is the Chinese energy company that Hunter was, was getting paid by, uh, and Jim, they had in there that uh, Hunter was basically a, a lobbyist for them with the with the federal government. Now, there's a term for that. That's called a foreign agent. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Turley talks about this all the time. A- at the very least, if they were, if if Joe Biden, at, like the New York Times wants to wants to say, Joe Biden had no knowledge of this, had nothing to do with this whatsoever, then the president's son, and it would have been then vice president's son and brother were foreign agents for two of the worst countries on the planet, and they weren't registered, and that is a felony where you go to jail, you pay a fine. Uh, It's a very serious felony. Or Joe Biden was doing things for the country and funneling the money to his brother and his son. So that's one crime. Somebody committed a crime. Either either Joe Biden committed a very serious crime, uh, you could argue treason or whatever, for espionage, you know, there's a million different things you could you could argue Joe Biden did wrong, or his brother and his son did. There's no other option. Somebody committed a crime there. Either the either Joe Biden, or his son and his brother, or or all three of them. Then the next crime, for whatever they were doing, instead of those countries just sending the money directly to the Bidens, mm-hmm. they funneled it through all these different LLCs. And, and there's a term for that. It's called money laundering. Mm. And that's a very serious crime. Now, hang on just but a second. Then, Is there any way, any way to look at this in a different way and have a reasonable? No, uh, no I didn't there, think so. There's, not, there's okay. no other way. Somebody committed a crime. So if you're going to say, if, 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 the, if the New York Times wants to say that Joe Biden didn't do anything, Comer exonerated Joe Biden, which, by the way, we're just getting started. But let's just say, let's, and no one in America believes the New York Times other than the, the crazy liberal loonies that, that want to 
believe the New York Times. Let's just say Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. The family is they're unregistered foreign agents. They've money laundered. Then they've created all these LLCs to try to disguise the payments, which if they were legal payments, why are you trying to disguise them? Or are you trying to deceive the IRS and not pay taxes? There's some reason they've created all these companies that don't have any legitimate purpose other than to receive and transfer funds from foreign nationals. There's a term for that, creating companies that have no legitimate purpose Fraud. But to launder money, that's called racketeering. Oh, racketeering. And then there's another term called wire fraud. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. That any American, uh, if your last name isn't Biden, would have already been convicted on. And that's if Joe Biden had absolutely nothing to do with it. And, and I will tell you, that is, is not what I believe. Uh, because you look at these countries, whether it be Romania, uh, whether it be China, and and the other countries that we'll uh, talk about in the future, Ukraine. Is Joe funny. Biden went there during mm-hmm. the the last year and a half of his vice presidency and took his son with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so they were setting this up. It's very clear what they were doing. All right, back in just a second, uh, we're talking to uh, Congressman James Comer from Kentucky uh, about the scandals in Washington. I I want to get to. Um, the whistleblowers and Mm -hmm. the informants and FBI and the IRS when we come back. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Okay, so let's talk about the informants and the FBI and the IRS. Is everybody safe? Yeah, the the ones that, the most recent ones are. The ones that are missing uh, are informants that, have been around for for several years since since my investigation began, which was basically the end of January when I got subpoena power first of February. The IRS informant and the informant that Senator Grassley brought forward that uh, is alleging the FBI has information pertaining to uh, a potential mm-hmm. uh, bribery attempt by Vice President Joe Biden. Those informants. And whistleblowers are alive and well. And, and there was some confusion as to the interview I did on Maria Bartiroma. Uh, we were talking about one of the the, the Israeli uh, whistleblower informant, whatever you want to call him, uh, that has been in the news for several years, and, and he is missing. But I think the media didn't understand who I was referring to and, and took it in a different direction. And maybe I should have done a better job explaining it. But uh, for for our investigative purposes, the two main whistleblowers that are in the news are, are alive and well. Now, the, the people that have inside knowledge of the Biden family influence peddling schemes, and we know who a lot of those people are uh, because there have been books written, there have been, uh, you know, reports issued about some of these people. Uh, they're very concerned. Uh, they're, they've been threatened. They've been intimidated. Uh, so, and you saw how the the FBI whistleblowers that, that oh, Jordan yeah. had in front of his committee were treated by, by the federal government. It's amazing. And then the IRS whistleblower was removed from the Hunter Biden case. So, you know, there's lots of examples of intimidation. Uh, and scare tactics by not just the White House, but also uh, the Biden legal team. I was surprised to see the IRS said that wasn't us. That 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 order came from the Justice Department mm-hmm. to get rid of that team. That's 
wildly illegal, is it not? It is. It is. I mean, to retaliate against credible whistleblowers, that's that's about as bad as it gets in the, in the federal government. Right. And for someone that's in charge of the House Oversight Committee, we depend on two, two people, if, if nothing else, two types of people. We depend on the inspectors general because they're the ones that, that are supposed to be independent and do audits. So if we want to try and wage fraud and abuse, the, the, their IGs, as they're called, are, are very important for us. They're an important tool for us. And then whistleblowers. Because whistleblowers are the ones that uh, that know what's really going on in these deep state bureaucracies. So for the federal government, Joe Biden's administration, to actively, arrogantly retaliate against whistleblowers says says a lot about the corruption in this administration. Yeah, it says it really kind of says they're not afraid. I mean that that's the that's the overwhelming impression right. that I think the average American has is these guys just don't ever think anything's going to happen to them and it kind right. of knocks the wind out of Americans because you feel like I, I've talked to so many people who say oh yeah 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 another whistleblower and they they haven't even paid attention to some of the stuff coming out of of Congress and your your right. committee because they say and then what. What's going to happen? Nobody ever goes to jail. Yeah, and that's something that uh, we're very aware of, and uh, we want to hold people accountable. That's, we changed the name of the Oversight Committee to Oversight and Accountability because what's happened in, in the past, as you know, is these committees, they identify problems, but then nothing, nothing changes. There's right. no solution to the problems. No one's held accountable for wrongdoing. And again, that goes back to the Durham report. I'm not a fan of special counsels. I know a lot of Republicans call, we need a special counsel on the Biden. Look, show me one special counsel that ever amounted to a thing. <laughs> I haven't seen one. Right. And, and Durham took up a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of resources, and, and, and didn't, didn't accomplish anything. If we do a special counsel on the Bidens, I have no doubt. Uh, because it's so obvious, I, t- I tell people investigating the Biden family is like tracking a bleeding bear through a snowstorm. I mean, they have left evidence <laughs> everywhere, and we have their bank records, so they can't lie about their bank records. Yeah, and, and they, we have a minute before I have to break again. But the hundred and seventy flags from banks yep. saying this looks like money laundering—that's yeah. that is overwhelming, is it not? That doesn't it happen is. all the time. It, it, and I'm not allowed to talk in great detail about those bank violations, but it wasn't just money laundering. They alleged other crimes, too. And this wasn't just one or two or three banks. This was many banks, many banks, all alleging the same thing. I mean, it's unprecedented. I, I was a director of a bank for over a decade. I understand uh, what these suspicious activity reports are. It's breathtaking. Na, na, na.